We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. pizza guy. Your pizza's here. But I didn't order a pizza. Bow chicka bow wow. Ooh, got some extra sausage there. Yeah. I'm not expecting anyone. Might be the fuzz. I better hide the blue one skunk weed. Oh, it's just a totally foxy pool guy. Uh, I'm here to clean the pool. But I don't have a pool. Bow chicka bow wow. That's a big pole. What the fuck is it now? Welcome back, everybody, to Maniacal Music Musings. I'm your host, Jeremy, as always, and you know when shit hits the fan. I'm your Zen Archer, just sitting out here protecting your ass. Sometimes, I don't know what to feel with this medley of rock and roll pussy, but, you know, roses are free, they say. So take me away, baby. You need your head, my zombimbo. Let me tell you, though, about my co-host. He's what Dina was talking about when he says, just another onion head sitting around here. Coming from the city of the brokenhearted after he was cast out from heaven like the baby bitch he is. Believe me on that one. One could call him a macho freak when he tells Bella from hell that she's gonna do it or do it and cry. Chancy motherfucking grife. Woo. Hi. Way to bring it, baby. I just had to call him a busy bitch. I had to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's going on, Harley? Glad to see you watching. We gotta get you on one of these episodes eventually. But word, word like Larry Bird. But that's right, folks. Maniacal music musings is back once again with our first male guest in a while, and our first and return of a friend, as always. We are very proud to have back A.A. Ron Leckinger from Yeah Uh-Huh Podcast. Thank you. Um, I prefer to identify as vaginally challenged. but (laughs) Uh, I'm not even going there. I'm not even going there. But uh, yes, and you may say we talk about bring them back. He's on this show like three times a month now. What the fuck? Those are special people. Those so, are regular episodes. So yeah, it's the I Rolling Stone Five Hundred. Yeah, it was it was gonna be a monthly, and suddenly it's double that. Because everybody wanted two episodes instead of, of that, instead of a freaking yeah. artist bracket. So That's yeah, fine. okay, I go with what people want. And folks, speaking of what people want, these albums, all three, may not be that, but we'll see. We'll see what albums got brought forth today. As you know, as soon as I decided to bring Aaron back on, I knew it was going to be uh, another strange, kooky album that I'd never heard before. And God, I was right. But <laughs> I'll get into my thoughts on it in just a few. Aaron, what album did you bring? I brought the uh, Todd one Todd Rundgren masterpiece, A Wizard, A True Star. Yeah. 
Either of you heard anything by Todd Rundgren before? I think I may have. I think this is a trick question. Okay. Are are you are you trying to get us to say yes as an artist or as a producer? No, because true. Because I meant as, as, a, I meant as an I, artist, and I wasn't trying to trick you. But yeah, I'm sure you've heard. heard yeah. Oh movie. yeah. Yeah, I have. That was kind of where I was like, wait a minute. No, I've I've heard of Todd Rundgren for sure. Uh, so is it had, had been a long time right before this album came out? He had, uh, or right when he was working on this album, he got a hit from his previous album. I think uh, that's when Hello, It's Me hit it. Yeah, the record company wanted like a, a part two of that, and he said no and uh, decided to experiment with hallucinogenics. And this, this is the result. It's a trip. Uh, well, I mean, I did not. I knew the name. Didn't know what the hell to expect from music from him. Knew the name, and I was just like, "All right, let's." It's Aaron. Let's just hit play in this and see where the hell it goes. But yeah, there's there's a I, few songs on here that sound like typical, more typical Todd-ish songs two maybe three but and and there's um there's a medley of covers too that i'm not counting in that oh but, okay. but uh for for the most part yeah he's he's um he was known as the male carol king he's well, like I mean, a singer songwriter type um he made a lot of money as a producer so he was able to follow his own uh, heart as an artist basically he produced uh, meatloaf bat out of hell among other things yeah, Grand Among Funk Railroad, the, the, the New York Dolls, New York the Tubes, Dolls. fucking uh, uh, Bad Religion. Mm-hmm. That may be where another name from that in some of those albums, but and it's, it's actually funny you say that since Carol King is on the Rolling Stone part that's coming up this Saturday. But mm-hmm. and I mean, and you answered one of my questions by saying that's a medley of covers because I was like, okay. I'm like, he did not do the song that the freaking uncle was singing in the shower and Home Alone that said, but made it part of the plot. So. No. Well, he did. Well, as a cover, but yeah, it's not his song. But, yeah. But, but I mean, overall, I was actually pleasantly surprised by how good this album was. I was like, some of the stuff was just like ridiculous, like so so ridiculous. I couldn't even laugh at it. It was just like really, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I kind of expected that. So it is what it is, and I overall enjoyed the album. I'll say. I mean, I I actually think I did like. I got enough actually I have enough rumble mentions, so I'm pretty sure that at least the top five are putting my like songs on Spotify. So that's cool. something for you. A lot of guests don't get that privilege at fucking all, like the guy who was supposed to be on last week who was supposed to be on last week. Or was it this week? I don't know. I think last week we were supposed to, were supposed to be on and as soon as we saw his album, me and Chance were just like, Oh fuck no. <laughs> but nobody wants to listen to Bono. But huh. that was last week. Yeah, that was last week. Okay, Rejected yeah. you too. Yeah, we didn't reject it, but he. No, he he he. No, he rejected us. Uh, oh, he reject he rejected your responses. He no, gave no, us no. the he gave us the it's not you it's me. I see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. He's he's lost, but to hang out with the musers is always a good time. Oh yeah. But, uh, Thanks for having me, musers. If I haven't said oh, that it, yet. It, it was long always, due time. Always lovely to be here. Long due time for your return. And I knew you'd be willing to come back on. There's always another album you have I never heard of. So yeah. so the, the thing about this album, Todd didn't release any singles from it because he wanted it to be um, heard as a whole piece. And um, I guess you can get by with listening to one side or the other. Side one is definitely trippier. I think it's called um, International Feel in 8 or something like that. And I forget what the second side is called. I should bring up some notes or the Wikipedia entry or something like that. But there's it's it's pretty lengthy. (laughs) I mean, honestly, Um, I I listen to it at work. 
at work today. It was pretty. It was pretty freaking long. Like it, yeah, it this like, is good, um good, good hour of my day. <laughs> this is a, as at the time it was the longest or tied or right up there for the longest record on vinyl. Yep. And they got they achieved how the length of it by putting the grooves closer together, and that reduces the volume and the fidelity. And um, he addresses that in the liner notes and just says, um, just turn the volume up. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Well, I mean, yeah. Jancy, what did you think of Mr. Lundgren? I actually had to listen to it like three or four times. Good. Because like I did what I normally do, which is like set up to play video games and started listening to stuff. And like I didn't realize what was going on at first because you like usually I look at the track lists and all that other stuff and I like you know I'm playing the game and I look over and I'm like three-fourths of the way through the album already I'm like what the what the fuck what <laughs> so I started it back over and then you know got, I did that like I did that like I said three or four times just trying to figure it out and then I went back to your I went back to your audio audibles to be like Oh, what the cool. fuck what what the fuck is going on here and then i like just started looking into it and i was mm -hmm. like i was like okay i got this and then i listened to it again and then i was like i made my decision as far as what i was gonna do okay yeah i like it he took it seriously yeah i mean like i enjoyed it it was super awesome like there was like, it wasn't something that was just like oh man fucking I don't get it. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. But I don't get it. I got to look into yeah. it. It was like, this is this is interesting. But I need to. I need to actually pay attention. This to is what's interesting. Going on here. Yeah. And I don't get it, and I got to look into I, it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, I didn't do too much deep diving into it because I am used with with the artists I listen to normally. I'm used to weird ass albums. So mm -hmm. this, I I was able to dig right into this and be like, all right, all right, this is this is funky. This is different. This has no set like rhythm or progression in it but I, I fucking like that so let's just jump around and have a madness of a good time and it was fucking worth it it was definitely a fun ride some of the songs really stuck with me a lot it was a lot, reminiscent of a lot of C's chance he's brought with like a little the little skits like every fucking so often so and like not even like words or anything just pure musical skits almost and it, it was interesting that part was interesting I think a couple of those are memorable mentions if I'm not mistaken but what would you say are your top five on this one, Mr. Aaron? My top five? Yes, your top five. Um, number one for me was uh, Zen Archer. It's um, where the bloodthirsty Zen Archer kills all the pretty things for no reason at all. And it's got these awesome sound effects aside from the music of arrows like flying through the air and thunking and thwacking into trees. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my number one. Um, number two, International Feel, the first one, not La Feel Internationale, which is uh, song number 12, I think. Although I could, if I could combine them both, I'd put them both as number two. Um, but uh, yeah, number they, they bookend side one. It's like a it's like a reprise, really. And I think um, in international field, the acid was dropped. That's when that's when the trip started. <laughs> and then uh, the next song is never never land. And that's when the trip gets underway. And then tick tick tick, it wears off. The trip's really you know beginning. You need your head. It's kind of self explanatory. Rock and Roll Pussy. I'm just going down the list of tracks instead of my top five. I'll give you my top five in a minute. Rock and Roll Pussy was written about John Lennon. He had a beef with John Lennon. Um, <laughs> they were they were in a restaurant in New York or a bar. And um, Todd says that John Lennon hit a waitress or somehow abused a waitress. And they had back and forths, back and forths. Um he wrote this song uh, saying that, you know, he's not really an activist, even though he sings about revolution he's, at the end, he says, will you get your nails dirty or are you only just a rock and roll pussy? Uh, that, 
that line stuck out definitely yeah um then there's uh so that one's i guess he got angry during his trip there <laughs> dog fight giggles silly wildlife sounds and it reminds me of pink floyd's several species of small furry animals gathered together in a cave and grooving with a pict from umaguma um you don't have to camp around it's a kind of weird one that's the someone i think it's about a closeted gay person sweet boy save the satin undies you don't have to camp around flamingo is one of those musical interludes that uh that you probably think so weird jeremy and it's um it reminds me of early frank zappa from like the burnt weenie sandwich era holiday in berlin abc they've got that kind of sound I know that he was influenced by Zappa at the time, so it definitely had a feel. Yeah. <clears throat> then uh, Zen Archer, I already mentioned, was my number one. Uh, just another Onion Head slash Da Da Dolly. Those are his tributes to Groucho Marx and Salvador Dolly. And at this point, he's tripping pretty hard. Um, you want the obvious, you'll get the obvious. Then um, I think he starts coming down when the shit hits the fan. Sunset Sunset Boulevard. It does jam musically. But the protagonist seems to think he'll be okay no matter what happens as long as he can get back home to California. Then uh, side one ends with La Fille Internationale. And he's definitely coming down from the trip. And he says, wait another year, Utopia is here. The next year he did introduce a new, a new band, Todd Rundgren's Utopia. Yep. So that was kind of, I don't know if it was prescient or if he had that plan ahead of time. And then side two is more traditional Todd. I don't think he's tripping anymore. Sometimes I don't know what to feel is kind of a, it, it would fit with the hello, it's me type thing. Um, does anybody love you? He's got the great line, love between the uglies, the most beautiful love of all. And then we've got that medley of oldies, um, I'm so proud, ooh baby baby, and la la means I love you. And it's some, um, I don't know, it's kind of seems like a beautiful way for him to come down from his trip. It's he's he's being easy like Sunday morning to steal from the Commodores. Um, hungry for love, that's a kind of wild one. Ounce of sweet Jamaican, snowy spoon of powder, half a pint of bush mills. Nothing gets you high when you're hungry for love. That's it's kind of a jam, but I ranked it kind of low, to be honest. Um, I Don't Want to Tie You Down is a very Todd ballad, and I like the end of it. Oh, Jesus, I Don't Want to Nail You Down. Is It My Name is another, uh, this one's kind of homophobic. My voice gets so high you would think I was gay, but I play guitar in such a mancock way. But that, that song really does rock. And then uh, Just One Victory became his encore song for like decades i think any todd rundgren show you're gonna get just one victory in the encore <clears throat> so number one zen archer number two international feel number three just one victory number four flamingo number five is it my name there we have it oh shit just got an education in uh, music history here at least as far as this album is concerned. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> but see, it's a, you could uh, take this with a sign of respect there, because there's actually more honorable mentions for your album than there is for any other album on, on this whole show for me. So well, there's, there's also 19 tracks on my album. Uh, I mean, that didn't help. That didn't help. That didn't help things. But uh, my first honorable mention was "Tick Tick Tick It Wears Off" because that was kind of like a cool little interlude type thing. So yeah, I like that one. Number nine, I can't believe this one's so low, honestly. I thought it would be so much higher knowing me, but it's uh, Rock and Roll Pussy because I think it was a lot higher in the beginning. Yeah. And then I got that was my number pussy. nine, too. I, I ranked them all. I could have gone down the whole list, but I don't, I don't I just I, don't, I felt like five's I, my five. I don't I don't doubt that you ever rank. You, you rank everything, so I never have doubt that you were ranking for what we're talking about. Yeah. He does his homework, folks, unlike a lot of people. But number eight was You Need Your Head because that's funny. And I took that. I took that. I took the song in two different ways, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. 
number seven number seven was when the shit hits the fan slash sunset boulevard even though i was when it got to the sunset boulevard part i was like kind of like eh, that's that's all right that's all right and then number six was which was originally my number one but got pushed down number six was zen archer because of the saxophone the saxophone was fucking dope yeah some dfd my got my influence DFD there eventually with that. So got, it went, it got pushed from number one to number six. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. It's because it's my number one. That's why I'm. I know. I, I, it was number one at one point, but I think it's like also, also one of the first tracks in the fucking album. So that's probably why. But <laughs> um, it's the ninth track out of 19. Yeah. Okay. Maybe well, it was number one at one point. But number five is just another onion head and <laughs> slash da da dolly. Because I like That's a good one. Once a, once again, I like the onion head part. I don't like the dada dolly part. Like that's uh-huh. kind of like. If you if you check out the lyrics, he does reference like at least I don't know six to ten works of art by Salvador Dali in it. I'm not saying that's going to register with me if I look at the lyrics even, but yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do you know who Salvador Dali is? Uh, of course I do. I, okay. I just I just don't know his works of art like that. I'm uh, not a I'm not a. I, I yeah. appreciate art, but you, I don't you know the paintings with like melting clocks. Yeah, I, of course. Those, I do. those are Dolly. I know, I know that. I, okay, I, 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 so he's, I would, he references I the clocks, and there's some. Um, there's the one. Oh, he does. He does a lot of melting clocks in a lot of his works. Actually, um, there's one with the lobster cool. phone. And um, lobster phone. Yeah, he he references his his movie, um, Unchen Andalusia. <laughs> No, I appreciate it. All right, I just don't research it like that. Not since school and shit, but yeah. I mean, I, 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 could rec- I could recognize artists when I see some of their work, but yeah, he just... I, I have to see it. I can't just hear the name, but be like, unless it's like a, one of those few, but yeah. Number He's a surrealist four. with a really funny mustache. Oh yeah, that, that much I know, but I never, I never buy art history from middle school, but yeah. number four was medley, because that medley was actually pretty fun, and I, like you said, when you said it was covers, I was like, "All right, that makes more sense." Yeah. I didn't. I didn't I'm think you so were proud. Ooh, baby, baby, and La La means I love you. Number three was what? What to feel? Because that was actually a banging ass song. Yeah. I think that's one of the ones I heard. Sometimes I don't know what to feel. Yeah. <laughs> Number two was sometimes. Oh, that would have been the single, I think. Either that. Or number it would have been solid. Either that, either that or my number one. But uh, number two is sometimes I don't know because that was a, the lyrics in that song oh. freaking were, were amazing. So sometimes I don't know what the feel is. One song. I broke into two songs. So, huh. Uh. And I'm pretty sure Spotify did too. It should be one tune. Uh, pretty sure Spotify. Oh. Okay, unless I accidentally put a three there, just because I didn't realize it was one because I put a slash tweet or anything. Ah. Uh. Oh, duh. Okay, so yeah, then I guess Zen Archer would be number five. There you go. Zen Archer's in the top five. It moved up. It did. Just because it's by default. It went from 20 tracks to 19. Right. And and uh, number one was the one that I think should have been the single, Is It My Name? And that's a good one, too. Because I thought that was like more of like a traditional rock song in a way, and it was... The guitar and drums that were freaking amazing. So. Does anybody love you? Could have been single too. Yeah. yeah could have. I, I could see it being a single. I, I'm not saying it's one I would like, but. It's a, I don't want to tie you down. I could see that too. The ballad. That line at the end would never. Ooh, they never, baby. They never wanted to play the radio. Tie you down. Oh, I can't do my voice that high, but. Well. Chancy, what were your top five for AA Ron CD here? So, I, I honestly have never done this before. I feel that's a lot. No, honestly, I haven't. They all go in in order. Awesome. As it was intended. I, I almost, I, I kind of had that thought in my head at one point. I, I was listening to it last night, and I, I honestly, there's like Tick, 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 It Wears Off, uh, International Feel, Hungry for Love, Is It My Name, Zen Archer, all of those things. Like, as you were talking about them, I was like, I remember these songs. I remember that. I remember that. But, like, 
when I came across that hole, it was supposed to be this thing. That's why no singles were put out from it. Yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, that's really cool. And then I went back and listened to it again. And I think I was like, I think I went, I think, I think I was in the medley when I was just like, nah, this is going in. It's all going in just like one, two, three, four, five, straight through 19. One through 19. The whole, yeah, the whole piece of the whole piece of art transferred unilaterally. Cool. But like I, I went over your whole list already with my notes. You did. And I'm super stoked about it. Cause like I've I've put a whole album in before, but like never because of the fact that I wanted it as it was intended by the artist. Did I say never in order like that? Or was it like if order? I I mean, it's in order. It's in total order. But like the, the, other, I, one, the other one where you said you did a whole album, was it in order as well? Uh, no, a lot of times I would rank them. Mm-hmm. So this is your first album in order, probably. It, it, that as the, to the best of my knowledge, yes. And it's um, in its entirety. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like any like i said any other time i've always ranked them out and had different places and different track like track numbers in different areas one through five with 14 honorable mentions right basically but like i i really did like that uh hungry for love it was it was like and also uh is it kind of is it my name like i didn't even realize you know the you know the the other stuff in the actual song because I was hearing the song. Mm-hmm. So when, when you said that, I was like, "Oh shit, that's right, that's fucked up." Okay, okay, but still, goddamn, I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, but it. I love the. I love the whole starting off with chaos and it slowly rests. Five. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I I like I said, I dug the whole thing, and I really felt like it would be weird to like. It'd be like trying to start the album. I, I do not... want to apologize to all Todd fans for, for having ranked songs on this album, but that's the whole premise of coming on this show. And, <laughs> and, I, and I appreciate I, Chancey doing what he did. I was going to say, I mean, I, I, I went against the grain, but I did it for, I had a purpose. You did it, you did it for the right reason for the right album. Yeah. He fought the law and the law didn't win this time. <laughs> that's right. So yeah, we changed the law. True. Right, so Jeremy, we did. As a as a sheriff in this year in this year part, I can't say I'm a fan of that too much, but I'll let my deputy get away this one freaking time. I did it. Yeah, deputy. Did someone record all our picks? I only have my own. It's probably because I don't have any. Yeah, I know yours. Jer- Jeremy gave his already. Yeah, it was, so it started with you, and then it went with Jeremy, yeah. and then it w- landed yeah, on me. That's yeah, probably I'm where. Gonna, I'm just trying to figure out what finished first. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Is that, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Zen I would. Still, but I, I would say Zen, I would say Zen Archer would be pretty high up for me if I had to like specifically yeah. pick one song. Yeah, it was my number one. All right, cool. Shall we move on to uh, another album that I love? Yes, Chocolate and Cheese. Uh, actually, we're gonna save that one for last because you, oh. you got wean them slow. And then, but, then an album that's new to me. I'm not yeah. saying I don't love it, but I'm not saying I do love it yet either. Uh, that's good. That's good. I like I, that's it, so. that's a wild. That's a wild album. I did. It was an interesting choice. Well, here's the thing. That, they, they put out seven albums in a year as as one unit. Yep, because of COVID, baby, and because they were going to go on tour, but instead they said let's just record a shitload of music yeah. before this before this guitarist leaves the group. So, but, sounds a lot like uh, uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Well, I decided to bring for this one because I said to myself, the next time Aaron comes on the show, this album is going to be for him.
brought one of these albums a couple weeks ago. Well, actually, like a couple months ago now, too, on this show. I brought Abracadabra last time because it was going against Metallica, and it's a that one's inspired by Metallica and other 90s bands. Abracadabra, this, the Steve Miller band album? No, Abracadabra. I want to reach out and grab you. No, no. Abracadabra. They're abracadabra. I've already abracadabra is a little more like I want to reach out and kidnap oh. shit. <laughs> and ab- ab- abracadabra. Yeah, abracadabra. Yeah. Oh. It's lower, it's lower, like lore. Everything has to do with that. I see what you but, did there. Don't you but, dare! Don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare compare them to Guar. They are a fucking imitation wish knockoff Guar. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Actually, my coworker told me told me last week that he uh, was listening to Lordy. He likes them better than Gwar. Yeah, well, you know, lots I, of folks are wrong. I, I dug the Lordy. It was like um, kind of disco white zombie. Well, that's the thing. That's why I bought this album because this one, this this album in the Lordy Versity collection, was inspired by Earth, Wind, and Fire, Bonnie M, and B- the Bee Gees, which I know are all. That that whole area era, era of music, I know Aaron likes. So, I definitely was like, all right, this the, the album after this one I could have brought too, actually, because it's uh album based on Rush and freaking Pink Floyd. But I I I originally almost did bring that one, but then I'm like, no, I won't bring this one for him. I I have to. It's so you like actually did you pick just the Superfly Trap portion of that? Not all seven albums, right? Obviously, okay. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. Or I mean, I would do I would do it to Chance, if not, I would do it to you. If not by coincidence, all five of mine are coming from the Superfly Trap portion. <laughs> well, yeah, I would hope so, because that's the only that's the album I sent you. <laughs> I didn't send you the whole freaking thing. I, I think no, there's, I mean, there's another link above that one for another one uh, of the albums on it. I mean, Lord of Lord Diversity is weird because, like, at first I didn't really like these albums at all. Like, I, it took me a long getting used to like these because then I realized they're supposed to be different styles. And I'm like, oh, that's what mm-hmm. they're doing. Because they also on Spotify, I start seeing like all these albums released like three at a time, like over like every every couple months. I'm like, what the fuck's going on, Lordy? Why are they releasing so much music all of a sudden? Usually it's like three years between fucking albums. I'm like, this is crazy. And I mean, I love Lordy because they basically are supposed to be like a disco war. I mean, they were inspired by Kiss, so that's what inspired them. They they actually, I think they met at a Kiss concert, if I'm not mistaken. But wild. So, so I mean, it's pretty funny and uh, i don't know i i love them and i i'm like th- this cd because of the style i thought be perfect for you and i know you like gimmicky weird rock so i figured <laughs> you'd love this and to hear you actually liked it i'm actually surprised but i was Man. like i don't think he, i'm like i'm i'm, I'm like I, I think he'll like it but i still don't think he's gonna give good reviews but we'll see <laughs> yeah i got i definitely got a top five here all right well chancy for this newest incarnation of Lordy, what did you think since you just heard the other version months ago, a month ago or so? I uh, I got a top five. So this is your this is your second dip into Lordy. Yeah, it's uh, it's second, more than second. Like it's uh, fourth or fifth, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it honestly it was hard for me because. It just kind of reminded me of when Guar did it, like, way back. Because, like, Guar didn't necessarily do a disco song, but, like, they did. No, I don't think they did. They did, like, almost every other genre. Like, they had a swing song. They had rap, like they had a rap song. They had, like, basically almost every other genre you could do. They, they, they tried to cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen me? It's great. It's so fucked up. And then it was a really hard disconnect for me. Nice, dude. Nice. But it was a hard disconnect for me because you got like your stereotypical disco sound and then the fucking singer. And it's just like these two fucking things don't. They're just like they're just like rubbing two sandpaper pieces together. Yeah. Just fucking. It's a very Rob Zombie sound. The the male lead singer, and then there's also a female. Yeah. Backup vocalist. Hella, yeah. Her name is Hella, and that's her and, female um, picture on the album cover too. But all nice and spread like like a seventies girl. Mm-hmm. So gotta love it. But I mean. I was able to find uh, 
top five, plus I believe four album mentions, if I'm not mistaken. So you cut one track off of the album? Yeah, you... I'm sorry, three album mentions, three album mentions. Okay, I was going to say you're such a fucking innovator here. Aren't I? Aren't I? Well, my first album mention was Cast Out From Heaven, because I like that one, just not too much. I mean, it's it's good enough, though. I mean, the lyrics are decent, and... The songs that these songs remind me of that they're paying homage to is what makes me like it. Because I, I, can, I hear the beat and I'm like, I think I know what song this is originally supposed to be, but the fact that like, the lyrics they do are just so freaking outrageously hilarious. Uh, and my number seven was Believe Me. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be alive again. Like, I, I love yeah. the fucking lyrics. I love Lori's fucking lyrics. Number six was Zombimbo. Because it truly is just a homage to Kiss. It's just a, it's just a, basically a cover of a Kiss song in a way almost. But that's all I hear in the. Guitar I was made for loving you. Actually, you're right. That is pretty close. Yeah. That's that's the Disco Kiss song. That's yeah, the Kiss the Kissco album. Uh, there's a lot of Disco Kiss songs. Thank you. Yeah, a whole album's worth. I mean, I'm pretty sure Lick It Up is a freaking uh, disco song. Too, it's but... on the Kisco uh, album. It's kind of a, it's kind of more a rock anthem. Though. Oh, yeah, no, that was actually that was later when they took off their makeup. Might have been. Yeah, that, like on their on their worst performing CD or something like that. Maybe I don't know if it was, might have been close between the Kiss, the Kisco album and then the non makeup album, which I was like, what the fuck, you guys? And then uh, Macho Freak, I freaking love because I love Macho Man and Macho Freak is just a funny version of it, basically. And they they do it really well. Number four is City of the Broken Hearted because that's like a classic 70s ballad. It's freaking gorgeous. Like, the lyrics are amazing. I think their voices are perfect on it, honestly. That one, at least. I'm not going to say their voices are perfect for every one of these songs because they're fucking not. But, but another song their voices are perfect for is my number three, Cinder Goes Choir. And the guitar in that freaking song, like, that is a bout and a half. The guitar in the middle of that song is phenomenal. I, I honestly, I'm scared to see what they're going to sound like without their guitar, that guitarist. I really am. But number two is uh, Gonna Do It or Do It and Cry. Because it's just kind of fucked up in a way how good it is with that type of topic with them. But they like to go there every once in a while. It is a very 70s attitude, so. And then, the number one song. Because the first time I listened to this album, Driving Somewhere, I forget where, but my daughter was in the car. And my daughter's name is Bella. So, my number one track is Bella from Hell, because my daughter, upon hearing it, started dying up laughing in the backseat every time she heard her name sung. So, and and she loved the From Hell part. So, awesome. and now and now whenever she's bad, my wife and I just look at her and we're like, yeah, Bella from Hell. But, if I'd have known your daughter was named Bella, this might have ranked a bit higher than it did. You don't have to, you don't have to rank it's higher still, on my... It still made my top five. But yeah. No, it wouldn't have. It would have stayed right where it is. Eh, I don't know. It's it's I, I think it's just a really good song to begin with anyway. And yeah, it's a, I mean, and it wouldn't have overtaken some bimbo. Every every I don't know about that, but I mean, every child every child's a demon at, at points, so it kind of lines up. <laughs> but uh, Aaron, what were your top five? I'm actually dying to hear this. Well, <laughs> I want to say that I I left. A short note for seven seven of the titles. I'm going to read the notes <laughs> without reading the titles. Oh, God, help us all. Disco Bingo. <laughs> Love that groove. Yes, exclamation point. <laughs> then we have Kinda Murdery. Kinda Murdery. <laughs> and we have Kinda Rapey. Super Rapey. Kinda Arsony. <laughs> kind of rapey at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a wild album. Um, number one, or should I do five? Five up to one. Yeah, I do five to one. I like to be surprised. All right, 
Number five looks like Cast Out from Heaven. Number four, Bella from Hell. Number three, Zombimbo. That was the one with Yes. <laughs> Number two, Spooky Jive. That was Love That Groove. I knew you were going to pick that one. I knew it. <laughs> Number one, Macho Freak, Disco Bingo. And kind of murdery, kind of rapey, kind of arsony, kind of rapey at the end. You can probably figure those out on your own. Basically. You should listen to their album Sexorcism if you want the kind of rapey vibe. Yeah, I don't know that I... I don't think kind of rapey ranked in my top five. <laughs> uh, Chanty had to listen to that album and he was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was a struggle. That last Bow Chicka Bow Wow was... Uh, Shocker. What what happened there? Is that a demon? Uh that's Mr. Lordy when he comes in. Oh. And that's I mean that, that, that skit was actually fucking hilarious. I I don't think I ever I usually don't listen to the skits in their albums unless I'm listening to the album for the show. Because I usually just like don't even like the skit and the rest of them just go my like songs. But yeah, the last one didn't seem to have much in the way of consent. Pizza guy had extra sausage. Well, Mr. Lordy, Mr. Lordy, Mr. Lordy would. But I mean, he's a freaking like eight foot tall monster. So, but I don't know. Pool cleaner. He had a big pole. <laughs> Chancy, what were your top five for good old Lordy? Uh, let's see. Uh, number five, City of the Broken Hearted. Uh, number four, uh, Zombimbo. Uh, number three was uh, Spooky Jive. Uh, and uh, yeah, dude, it's about it. The only thing that was really like I had fun with it, but it was it was like trying to fit your your foot into a shoe that's too small. And uh, number number two was Cinder Ghost Choir, and number one was uh, SDG minus six. Ah, number one was the number one was the first track for you. Yeah, it always is. That was silly. Was it gotta hide the blow and skunk weed? Yeah, right. Gotta hide the blow and skunk weed. Bow chicka bow wow. Yeah, I don't know, Lordy. Lord Diversity is, they're all pretty freaking good. <laughs> the, the one that's, um, you should check out the one after it, though, that's uh, supposed to be Rush and Pink Floyd, like, uh, honoring. Oh, he's got a prog one? It's, yeah, it's called Masters of, uh, I think. Imagine that Masters. a Finnish band has a prog album, okay. Right. It's called what, Masters? Yeah. I think it's called, uh, what the hell is it? Uh, the Master Beast from the Moon. Huh? It's, I think it's about like a carnival on the moon type thing, but it's fun. It's from what I've heard of it, it's pretty funny. But chance a lot. What album did you bring us? Well, when I saw what was being presented as far as the other two albums before, I was like, I need to think of something that's going to be either really good or it's going to get Aaron's attention in some fashion. And so, you know. They've been on the show before, and when you think of weird, you think of ween. So I went with fucking chocolate and cheese. Buenos tardes, amigo. Hola, my good friend. Cinco de Mayo's on Tuesday. Yeah, my second, favorite, my second favorite Ween album. Yeah, dude, it's definitely up there for me, for sure. Uh, it's got one of my easily top five favorite songs of theirs on it. It's That's actually part of the reason why I was like, I have to bring this album at some point. And then when it, like I was like, oh, yeah, Aaron's coming on and he's bringing, okay, yeah, for sure. This is what I'm picking. Like I, I've already, I'm a big, I'm, I'm, I'm a Ween fan to begin with. And but I want like, to mention about about this album that there's a tie to the last album I brought, 
which was um i i think i brought funkadelic maggot brain right yeah yeah and maggot brain was that basically a guitar solo by eddie hazel and there's a song on chocolate and cheese a tear for eddie that's an emotional tribute to eddie hazel nice i didn't even know about that that's, that's, that's fucking even, that made it more appropriate that's even better man that's fucking awesome but um yeah this happened to be an album that i already know very well and I appreciate uh, limiting my homework, if nothing else. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, I, since this is not my first encounter with weed, since our good friend Kevin Stoner brought it back many a year ago, when we did, uh, what was it, Donalus, or whatever the fuck it's called? Uh, the Mollusk? The Mollusk, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew it was C-based. Yeah, that one, that one was also written on heavy hallucinogenics uh, you can tell. and there's but a there's I, a there's a i got a plug um and aaron's audio audibles on yeah uh-huh our first one was the mollusk the oh whole, nice whole point of that series was just to get phil to listen to the mollusk and after that was a success now i i get um albums that phil's never heard my co-host phil and that's the whole premise is that i you know me or a guest make phil listen to an album he's never heard before that that we love anyway back to ween the mollusk slash chocolate and cheese well i mean as it being the second weaned album i i ever heard i actually like it a lot better than the mollusk it's this album was actually pretty freaking entertaining it's it was the last album was probably last album more accessible in a mainstream way than the mollusk yeah yeah i actually listened to it first this morning i think before air when did I, no, I listened to Aaron's just uh, Monday at work. So yeah, today I listened to Chansey's, uh, and it was freaking pretty damn like entertaining. And plus, it was funny. Every time someone walked by my computer and on Spotify, I saw the freaking album cover with the girls' tits hanging out. So, but no, oh, yeah, you weren't familiar. Uh, oh, I was familiar. I just didn't care. But I mean, I you weren't familiar with the album cover. Oh, I've I've been familiar with it for a couple of days now. So, uh, been, but prior to this, you were. No, no, of course not. I never, I, I never know. I, I never knew any Ween stuff till this show. But of course uh, not. He would never know of anything good. <laughs> they were, um, no. they were on Beavis and Butthead. They did "Push the Little Daisies." Yeah, I, I fucking I, love that I, song. Pure Guava. Yeah, dude, that's a fucking great song too. But yeah, this one was actually this one's way better than the Mollusk. I I liked it a lot more. It was. The songs were some of the songs were funky, of course, and some of the songs I'm just like, why? But that's just ween for me. Some of the, that's the way it's gonna be on every well, album. Gonna be those songs gonna if be you're not into acid-soaked sea shanties, okay, I can see why you'd prefer chocolate and cheese. Right. Uh, if I want sea shanties, I'll listen to freaking Hailstorm. But but yeah, so I, mean, I was able to find four honorable, three honorable mentions. So you know, Fine, sir, it's a mollusk I found. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Well, Jancy, what were your top five for your own album? Uh, you mean top eleven, right? Uh, of course I do. So, number eleven for me was the HIV song. Yeah, that uh, was my number sixteen. Yeah, I nice. feel like Ween has to put a homophobic track on every album. Oh, at least one. At least every track, everyone do on this one, maybe. Uh, number 10 was Candy. Uh, number nine, I fucking, I, 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 I'm a terrible person and I know I'm going to hell, but I couldn't stop laughing every time I heard it. And that's fucking spinal meningitis got me down. Love that song. Oh my god, it's so fucking crazy. I had I had a ween show, a live ween show before I had ever heard this album. So I I'd been listening to a live version of it long before I heard Chocolate and Cheese. That would have been yeah, fucking it's, insane. It's it's a stone groove. Yeah, for sure. Uh number eight is uh Mr. Would You Please Help My Pony? He comes uh, up not in the driveway, and I think his lungs fucked up. I think his lungs fucked up. Yeah. And then uh, 
Number seven is uh, Drifter in the Dark. Uh, number six was uh, Baby Bitch. Uh, number five was uh, Roses Are Free. Uh, number four was uh, Take Me Away. Uh, number three was Don't Shit Where You Eat. Uh, number two was Voodoo Lady. And uh, number one is probably one of my top five favorite Ween songs, and that's fucking Buenos Tardes Amigo. <laughs> Of course it is, Chancey. I fucking on Tuesday, and I had hoped we'd see each other again. What do you mean? Of course I would, Chancey. Like I can't. I mean, I'll wait for you to give your whole list or whatever. But like, you can't not like. I mean, that's a crazy awesome song. I mean, I I love that song, but it's my number (laughs) thirteen. Which I mean, that's respectable. I mean, it's I, I had I had heard that specific song long before I had heard the whole album, ah. so it was already ingrained into the into the hardwire, and uh, I was just like, "Oh yeah, dude, fucking, this is what's up." Yeah. And before hearing then there the was, album, I'd heard "Roses Are Free," "Freedom of '76." Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a good Final one. Yeah, that just goes- got me down. I knew those three before hearing the album ever. Yeah, Freedom of 76 definitely be another oh, and, one and worth Mr. mentioning. Well, Mr. Would You Please Help My Pony was also on that. Yeah, album. Mr. Would You Please Help My Pony. Fucking. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I just, I love that twist at the end with fucking Buenos Tardes, man. That's fucking, it, yeah. that every, it's, I, I'm always like, you guys got to listen to this fucking song. Yeah, it's, it's a slow burn, though. It really is. Well, Aaron, what were your top? Well, however many number you want to do. Um, oh, let's go 11. Number 11, as I said earlier, he coughed up snot in the driveway, and I think his lungs fucked up. Mr. <laughs> Would you please help my pony? Um, number 10, Drifter in the Dark. Um, this album would have fit very well on... This song would have fit very well on another one of their albums, um, 12 Golden Country Greats. And I, I love the part that just goes, doo do 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 Yeah. <laughs> part that I just, I can't, I can't get out of my head. Um, number nine, A Tear for Eddie. I mentioned that earlier. It's the uh, Eddie Hazel tribute, Parliament Funkadelic, mm-hmm. uh, Maggot Brain. Um, number eight, what Diener was talking about. It's just a feel-good ween song, man. Yeah. Um, somehow I have number eight, number eight, but it should be number eight. And number seven is, I think I, I think seven is what Diener was talking about. So I'll say eight was I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Um, this, one, this one would have fit nicely on the mollusk, and then they could have moved "Waving My Dick in the Wind" also to twelve Golden Country Greats, which I think only had <laughs> ten tracks. And then it would right. add, add 12 tracks. That, that was my number one song on that album, damn it. <laughs> Can't put my finger on it. No, Waving his dick in the wind. Waving my dick in the wind. <laughs> I love that song. Um, uh, Where am I at? Number six, Spinal Meningitis Got Me Down. Um, <laughs> Smiling Mighty Jesus. I love Diener's solo in this one. But um, yeah, that they... They, this song came from uh, there was like a hillbilly family that uh, somebody was sick and they said yeah they got the smiling mighty Jesus and it, they come to find out they were they meant spinal meningitis <laughs> so that's why the lyrics smiling mighty Jesus spinal meningitis got me down anyway love that song that's number six number five is the jazziest fuck Joppa Road yeah, that's solid. Number four is a longtime show opener, and it kicks off the album with a groove. Take me away. That was great. Yeah. Number three, probably the most popular song on the album, really. And I think it's uh, the first single. And it's a love letter to Philadelphia, and it's Geener's time to shine. It's Freedom of 76. And... uh yeah, Gene Croons on this one. Number two, boogie, 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 boogie. Voodoo lady. <laughs> Your lips are hot and spicy. 
serving up red beans and rice. Yeah, yeah. Voodoo ladies, the shit. But number it one, it really is. Don't believe the florist when he tells you that the roses are free. That's a Fish, great saying. Fish covers this song for a reason, and it's it's awesome. Take a piece of tinsel and put it on the tree. Cut a slice of melon and pretend that you still love me. Uh, well, folks, well, Don't folks. pretend to understand exactly what you put on the tree. Don't believe the florist when he tells you that the roses are free. Chance a lot. Like I said, I did have three of our mentions for your album here. Nice. Number eight was Take Me Away because it would have been higher, but every time I freaking look at the title, I can't help but think of the Blue Oyster Cult song, so it kind of ruined that song for me. But I know you can't say shit because you like Blue Oyster Cult, so ha. Huh? It seems arbitrary and weird, but okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't understand why you couldn't differentiate, but that's okay. You fucking it goes it goes completely with your whole I have no taste in art form. <laughs> we'll we'll allow it. Well, it's your show. Ironically <laughs> ironically, Chancy, my number seven was about you, baby bitch. So um baby, I yeah. baby, baby bitch. I mainly had to put that in the Fuck you, you stinking asshole. asshole. Yeah. I'm better now. Please fuck off. <laughs> and Gina had some rage sometimes. <laughs> number, my number six was spinal meningitis. Meningitis. No, I said it right. Meningitis. But, Smiling uh, mighty Jesus. I mean, that song is freaking hilarious. That song's hilarious, but it's kind of like, at the same time, like, halfway through it, I'm like, this is still going on. I'm like, oh, and then the solo on. kicks in, dude. Mm-hmm. And then Cousin Bobby breaks out his jazz boot. Fucking A. <laughs> Never quit five, in the middle of a hoedown. My number five was Buenos Tardes Amigo, because that shit was, at first, I'm like, this song's not that good then like it starts getting into it i'm like okay okay picking it up picking it up sucking in did it not halfway through it's sucking in good and then like like i said it's a slow burn it definitely is and then you get and then you get the reveal and you're like what yeah exactly my number four was jumper road because it kind of reminded me of like kokomo like flow from beach boys in a way yeah so I, that was a really cool song. I like the freaking uh, jazziness of it. Number three was what what Geener was talking about because that song was kind of like swinging away almost. It was yeah. really good. Geener. They're they're Gene and Dean Ween. Deaner and Geener. That's not their real names, but that's their stage names. Uh, yeah. Well, you like the two. Ween? You like the way the Ween makes you feel? <laughs> <laughs> We know Chancy does, but they got some good banter. Uh, number two was "Roses Are Free" because that song was freaking amazing. The lyrics were great, and the beat, the whole like freaking beat, yeah. all the it was freaking amazing. And number one was "I Can't Put My Finger on It." I enjoyed the shit out of that song, so can't argue with those choices. You really can't. You really can't. But. So, I mean, yeah, we overall, I was pretty satisfied with the three albums this week. I can't say I, I can't say there's one I was dreading, like a certain album with a certain asshole that is a weird singer. You should at least hear every U2 album once, man. <laughs> so good on that. I'm so good on that. <laughs> but if I, if I had to hear it's a beautiful day one more time, I swear to God. Uno, dos, tres, catorce. But, folks, the album three have been brought, and we want to thank Aaron for returning, as always, to come back on the show, because it's always a pleasure to have him on. And Can you, can you call me returning champion, please? Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. yeah sure. Definitely, yeah. definitely the returning champion. Yes, you are. Right on. Yeah. I just want to pump myself up. Well, actually, okay, yeah. We'll, we'll take away the previous returning champion's title. Here he has the BBC around his uh, waist, so he's good. Yeah. Sorry, Hervonde. But... Hey. Gotta ask hey, man. 
There can be multiple <laughs> champions, man. Have you ever have you ever watched boxing? World champion of the world. What are you? Right. World champion of Earth. Oh fuck. Uh, well, folks, we'll be back on Saturday with Aaron actually for uh, the Rolling Stones Part Five bracket. I'm the intercontinental champion of the interplanetary galactic alliance of the rectal opening. Yeah. We'll go with that. But, Bloop. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> yes, folks, the Rolling Stone bracket returns on Saturday. We might be having an episode Saturday morning, uh, a regular episode, maybe. I don't know. Still waiting to see if that pans out. But if not, then we'll be back for a regular episode. Next Tuesday, as always. And till then. Might be an irregular episode. I mean, we get just some time. time. We're That's this there. one. Uh, this, this isn't a regular episode. This was just, this was planned. <laughs> yeah, but I tried to make it irregular. Well, as, as with you, it's always a planned thing to be irregular. So there you go. See how it works, see how Thanks works. for having me, guys. Check out Yeah, Uh Huh. <coughs> yes. Check out Yahoo podcast on everywhere. Everywhere I tag them, so there you go. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the best way. Thank to do you, Jeremy. It. Thank you, Chancy. So uh, it was groovy to re-listen to Chocolate and Cheese and to listen for the first couple times to Superfly Trap. Macho Freak is Disco Bingo. And Chancy, where can they find you besides uh, Void? Man. Uh, well, I mean. You know, the void, obviously. Uh, the Red Eye Roundtable on TikTok and uh, Instagram, and uh, Red Eye Table on X. And here, don't you need an X in TikTok, Toe? You, yeah, I know you, you. You do actually need X's in TikTok, Toe. Well, folks, you of course can find both your users on Facebook as the Unapologetic, Uncensored. Untamed podcast collective Facebook group on XX Baby in the Gram, it's at Juggler Bastard on TikTok, it's at Juggler Bastard Podcast, and on YouTube, it's Canonical Music Musings. Or you can check us out on Facebook as Parapost Network. Great place to stream for all vodcasts and podcasts. Did you say Thick Talk? Thick Talk in honor of the of the senator herself, Miss Bubbles. But that's what we started, that's what started at. So uh, we will be back on Saturday with the Rolling Stone Bracket, folks. So come back and enjoy the craziness of fucking calamity that is Rolling Stone Bracket parts. So until then, two dead songs in the bracket. Yes, there are. And two Prince songs. Users out. And two Prince songs. Yeah.